Well, the Biden team has been eager to get to the next stage of this campaign. They firmly believe that once it's a Biden-Trump matchup, the choice for the country will become much clearer. In a statement last night, the president said, it's now clear to me that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee, and my message to the country is the stakes could not be higher. Our democracy, our personal freedoms, from the right to choose to the right to vote, our economy, which has seen the strongest recovery in the world since COVID, all are at stake. There has, though, you'll be aware, been some hand-wringing among Democratic strategists, some concerns expressed recently by Barack Obama that a Trump challenge is being taken too lightly. And in response, the president is now deploying two of his top advisers from the White House to his campaign. Jen O'Malley, Dylan, uh, who ran his 2020 operation, she'll move across. So too Mike Donnellan, who is perhaps closer to the president than any other. He'll plot the 2024 strategy. Um, so, Joel, do, does that does that convince you? Does that perhaps suggest that they they are taking it more seriously, that they hear the alarm bells ringing in, in Democrat offices around the country? I think right now it's crystallized that Donald Trump is without a doubt the nominee. And so these two additions, Jen O'Malley Dillon and Mike Donilon, they're veterans of the last campaign. This was about the same time that Jen uh, went in to work with President Biden, a little bit earlier than the last time. And I think this is the right time. So uh, she's uh, uh, someone who's been alongside the president in the Oval Office for the last few years and is well regarded as somebody who knows how to get the job done. Remember as well, uh, three years ago when the president was running as a candidate, he too was uh, uh, told basically shape up your campaign. Uh, and so, so right now you can see they're starting to turn on all the cylinders. They've raised a lot of money. They have not needed to deploy that money and do ads, but now the message is clear, the target is clear. Uh, and now we're really going to begin to see hard messaging by Joe Biden against Donald Trump. Yeah, some of those warnings came from uh, Gretchen Whitmer, the, the governor in Michigan, who wanted him to lean much more into their, I guess, their, their ace, which is, uh, of course, the abortion issue. Here's what he had to say last night. In the past year, Trump himself endorsed a federal ban promising to lead the charge. God love him. And that means even if you live in a state where extremist Republicans are not in charge of the state government. Your right to choose, your right to privacy is still at risk. But as long as I have the power of the presidency, know this. If Congress were to pass a national abortion ban, I will veto it. I will veto it. Uh, Scott, it's a really interesting debate at the moment. In fact, we're waiting tonight from Poland. Uh, they're going to set out a new abortion law, which will be really interesting. So one looking at the other here. Do, do, you, do you think it's as strong a, a card for the, the Democrats in the general election as it was back in the midterms? Yeah, and it's only become stronger. I mean, it, America, which is supposed to be this shining light on a hill of progressive liberal values, is, wants to take women back to old Spain. And it's not only a rallying cry for Democrats, it's actually a pretty effective rallying cry for Republicans. I mean, you have places like Mexico cementing a woman's right to choice, which has traditionally been very Catholic, and America going back. This is absolutely a motivating story. And some of the ads are very powerful, including ads showing women in Texas who's, who, who are literally, they're physically threatening, their, their lives are a threat, and their ability to have more children, and they have to leave the state. And we have a governor who came in third, uh, DeSantis, who wanted to take the, the limit down to six weeks. This is really, a, this is a, I think the rallying cry for messaging for Democrats is gonna be choice. I think uh, for the Republicans, it's gonna be immigration.
Just one issue, Sonia, just to finish on. Um, we were covering that um, rally last night um, in Manassas up in, in, in North Virginia, and we didn't actually get to what he was saying because he was interrupted so many times by protesters in the crowd who were campaigning for a ceasefire in the Middle East. And that is going to be a feature of the early part of the campaign, isn't it? And, and it's going to be a problem for Joe Biden. Well, it's going to be a feature of, um, you know, the whole presidential, not just the, the Democratic primary, but the whole election campaign, I think, um, because we're seeing a, a presidential election being fought against a backdrop of, you know, an increasingly um, chaotic uh, world characterised by growing levels of instability, whether you look at Russia, Ukraine, whether you look at Gaza, Israel, whether you look at Taiwan and um, China, and it's incredibly high stakes. So President Biden faces this kind of difficult thing where he's had a lot of criticism from within his own party for his position on um, Israel Gaza, particularly his very, very strong support for Israel. But then when you look at the sort of, I guess, where the nation is um, more broadly, they may not be in step with um, the Democratic core base. Mm. But it is going to be very high stakes. And I think it will be a big, you know, it will be a big issue in the um, campaign. I mean, do you want President, do you want a President Trump with an America first foreign policy? What does that mean for the America's role in the world? And I think for us here in the UK, it's going to be a hugely high-stakes election for that reason. Yeah, indeed so. Listen, we're going to go to a break.